On 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Well, it's not Saturday. It's uh, Wednesday morning. Glad to have you along as we get ready to do the chores this morning. We've got about 59 degrees here in the Eau Claire area, and uh, everybody's pretty close to that this morning. A little fog around Rice Lake in 58. And uh, the warm spot is, well, 64 in Milwaukee. Wausau is not far away. It's 63. So a nice morning out there. Partly cloudy day today. Then it'll get cloudy overnight. Maybe a chance of rain there. Some weather forecast models saying, yeah, we've got some rain coming in from the west. Others say, no, the atmosphere is too dry. It's not going to happen. So just be aware. But another nice day. It should crawl well into the 80s, about mid-80s today. Well, we got a lot of chores to do this morning, and we'll get them done. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. And as you said, it is nice outside. I stepped out there and did a few things outside a couple minutes ago, and oh, just a nice morning. Yeah, it really is. Now, you yesterday went down the road a little bit. You went to Kings Valley Ag Service there outside of Osseo because that was one of the locations. Countryside Co-op had their member meetings to explain the merger with a landmark of what was the atmosphere like what kind of things went on there are plenty of questions that were asked here about the merger and uh and nice nice social distancing by the way and under a tent outside so that was a good part of it but uh yeah it, it, i think it's going to be a positive situation for both cooperatives they looked like they were um the, the management and boards sure are in agreement on on the way things should go with this this merger. All right, now it's and, interesting. You were telling me that countryside members will vote, but landmark members will not vote on this. That's right. I believe it's called the inverted triangle situation, where they can do this apparently with the merger of some cooperatives and. The board of directors at Landmark only is going to be the only vote on the Landmark side of it. They are having okay. town hall meetings next week, but they're the only vote that will happen on the Landmark side, whereas the countryside uh, members will be voting on it, and a simple majority is needed, and those votes will be counted, as we'll hear, on August yeah. 24th. All right. And uh, did they say anything about... The board, how big the board would be, and how many would be from countryside, how many would be from landmark, and will they eventually taper down the size of the board? They're going to sell off any facilities. Did they talk anything about that? They talked about possibly selling off some facilities. They said leanness is going to be as it is now. Uh, they're looking at it all the time. The, the uh, need for continuing to be lean and of course uh, landmark actually is bringing quite a bit more assets into this merger mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. countryside it's a big cooperative yeah landmark is kind of absorbing countryside i think yeah, is can we say that is that accurate to say i think that's probably pretty accurate to say okay I, so we'll yeah. find out more as as this goes on but again the big thing now for countryside members to get their votes in by at the 24th, so they can be counted. Simple That's majority right. will be all they need, right? That's right, and they'll be having a special meeting to count those votes, and and if you want to count them, uh, you're welcome to give them a call at the Durand office, and uh, they'll include you in the counting, possibly. All right, well, that's good. So those meetings are over, and it's just a matter now of uh, marking the ballots and sending them in. 
All right, good stuff. Yep. And, Will, here you had a chance to talk to what uh, some folks from Countryside and some folks from Landmark will hear after the top of the hour, right? That's right. All right, so we'll get that done. We'll let you go drink some Revolution coffee. That's exactly what I'm doing, being a boring fella this morning again and <laughs> drinking their breakfast blend, which I enjoy, but they have plenty of different blends down there on the main drag in Black River Falls. All right, we'll let you go do that, but uh, drink what you like. That's why they got so many varieties, so they can please everybody. We'll That's talk right. to you after the top of the hour. Yes, we will. There he goes. That's Scott this morning. Again, 59 degrees, looking for about 85. It should be another nice day, a lot like yesterday. And 86 tomorrow, 82 on Friday. Nice weather continues. 104.5, it's 5 o'clock, 59 degrees. We'll get about 85 today. This is... 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Here's the morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Mucho. Former President Obama says yesterday was a good day for our country after Joe Biden picked California Senator Kamala Harris as his running mate. In a statement on Twitter, Obama said Harris is more than prepared for the job. Obama said that Biden nailed the decision as Harris is an ideal partner. Authorities say it was 51-year-old Myron Berryman who provoked the shooting that interrupted President Trump's briefing Monday. Berryman was shot in the torso by a Secret Service officer outside the White House complex. He reportedly told the agent he had a weapon and ran towards him like he was going to shoot. No one else was injured and the White House was not breached. President Trump is pushing for college football this fall, despite coronavirus concerns. Mark Mayfield with the report. We want to get football in colleges. These are young, strong people. They won't have a big problem with the China virus. On Tuesday, the Big Ten and Pac-12 postponed fall sports, including football, due to health risks. Trump urged student-athletes to play and stand for the national anthem. He pointed to the NBA and hinted its ratings are down due to players and coaches kneeling. Self-proclaimed leader in the Ku Klux Klan will spend six years behind bars after he drove into a crowd of Black Lives Matter protesters in Richmond, Virginia in June. Harry Rogers was convicted of six misdemeanors on Monday. Prosecutors showed a video of Rogers bragging about the incident, saying it was funny how they scattered like cockroaches. Will Smith is working on rebooting The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This time, instead of a comedy, he plans to turn it into a drama. The idea came from Morgan Cooper, who created and directed a viral video on his YouTube last year that presented the show taking place as a drama in modern times. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Boy, will it be different in Madison this fall, won't it? Wow. Home football games. You know, you get about 75, 78,000 people at the games, but I think you must get about 150,000 people around town just uh, going to the the social activities before and after the games. And, boy, that's not going to happen. That's going to hurt that economy down there. That is for sure. But, uh, again, the university presidents, and I know it's not unanimous with the players and the coaches, but uh, they made their decision, and I guess we have to live with it. Three and a half minutes after five, we'll get back well into the 80s again today. We'll tell you about it. Got dirt? 
gutters kind of droopy? Siding seen better days? Let the new exterior division at Eau Claire Insulation give your home a facelift. Contact Eau Claire Insulation and Exteriors today to schedule a free digital rendering of your home and see your home's true potential. Maybe just new windows? They can do it. How about doors? They can do that too. They even remove dirt, grime, and mold from your house, deck, and concrete. Call or visit their website at ec-insulation.com and let the experienced and locally owned Eau Claire Insulation and Exteriors add value to your home. Third floor study hall. First floor homeroom. My dining room table. Wherever school happens for you this year, Staples has everything from notebooks to sanitizer, laptops to face masks. Now at Staples, get 20% off your in-store purchase of hand sanitizer, masks, and other PPE products. Go to staples.com slash 20 off PPE for your coupon. In front of the TV. Ha, no chance, kiddo. Staples. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Ends 822. In-store only. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Curbside available in most stores. Most people know that Mr. Clean Magic Eraser removes crayon and scuff marks from walls, but did you know it even cleans tough kitchen and bathroom messes that are sometimes tough to tackle? Just wet, squeeze, and erase gray soap scum on your bathtub. Erase cloudy hard water spots in your shower. Erase burnt-on stovetop messes. So for all your tough kitchen and bathroom messes, try Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And for the rest of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, it looks like just partly cloudy skies. Maybe a shower will pop up, but there's no fronts moving through. It doesn't look like temperatures will be in the uh, low to mid 80s. Saturday, chance of rain, low 80s. Sunday, partly cloudy, back to some sunshine and 80. Then it looks like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday again, more more good hand weather, just partly cloudy skies and temperatures in the 70s. Right now, Rice Lake has a little fog in 58. Medford and Wausau, or excuse me, Medford at 53, Wausau at 63, Marshfield 61, Green Bay at 57, Madison Sun Prairie also at 57 this morning, Milwaukee at 64, La Crosse at 60. Here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area right now, nice morning. 59 degrees. We'll look at the markets next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. At Case IH, we know cattle get all the glory. But while a cow stands around eating 25 pounds of hay in a day, our round balers can bale 450,000 pounds of hay in a day. While cattle have only one job to do, our Maxim Series tractors have 70 tools and attachments to help you do any job. Stop by your local dealer and discover the full range of Case IH tractors and hay tools. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Seven minutes after five o'clock, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our market information again. Scott is with us and the cash livestock number, sir. Well, fed beef steers are at 98 to 104 and a quarter with mixed 71 to 98. Fed beef heifers 98 to 103 and one quarter with mixed 88 to 98. 
Fed Holstein steers are at 86 to 99 and a half. Select and choice, 70 to 85. Cows are at 50 to 65, with the top selling 68 to 75. Bulls are 63 and a half to 96 and a half. On the hog side, butcher hogs are 25 and down. Sows, 13 to 16. And boars, 5 and down. New crop and old crop market lambs are at 112 to 137. And feeder lambs are at 95 to 240. Very good, sir, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you. In fact, we're going to hear you in just a little while here for uh, yep. the Osseo meeting of Countryside and Landmark. So then we'll get a hold of you later on and uh, get you back on here live, taking a look at some of our other news, okay? We will. All right, Mr. Scott, taking a little break here. At the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures prices, cattle higher, hogs were lower. The August uh, cattle price, 104.65, that was up $1.05. October live cattle, 108.30, up 115 December at 111.67, up 70. February at 115.15, up 67. Feeder cattle for the September contract, 146.62, up $1.22. October, 147.62, up $1.05. November feeders up $1.02 at 148.15. And January, a dollar higher at 145.65. As we said, lean hog carcass prices were lower yesterday. August finished at 53.07, down a nickel, but the October contract, 51.82, was down $2. December at 53.30, down $1.40, and February at 60.60, down $1.15. Board of Trade again, quiet. we got a big report coming out uh, tomorrow, I believe it is, and so not much movement as they're expecting some uh, big numbers for finished crops. December corn overnight, about a Oh, fraction higher at 323. The December oats down a fraction at 254. December wheat down 2 to 3 at 501. November soybeans down a fraction 873. Soybean meal for October down 30 cents a ton at $285.60. Cheese prices were lower. Barrels down 3.5, 144.5. Blocks down a nickel at 158. Great double A butter up four and a half at one fifty two and a quarter. Class three prices: the August price was down four at nineteen thirty nine. Then prices went higher. September up eleven at sixteen thirty five. October up eighteen at sixteen seventy two. November up fourteen at sixteen sixty five. December up eleven at sixteen thirty three. As those prices were higher each month out through next June. Ten minutes after five here at Wax, 59 degrees. And again, it looks like today, tomorrow, and Friday, just partly cloudy, maybe a stray shower or two in there, but temperatures in the 80s. Best chance of rain looks like it'll be on Saturday. Temperatures in the low 80s. What happened at that uh, countryside landmark merger meeting yesterday? Scott was there at the Osseo session anyway. We'll hear next. Today, to show you something else about Pioneer's corn and soybean product development, I'm in Johnston, Iowa. I'm walking into a large, nondescript building. But what's inside is definitely worth describing. This is the insectary. That humming is from an environmental growth chamber. Behind this last set of doors are, you guessed it, insects. Lots of them. Okay, here we go. These insects, along with research data, help pioneer breeders design corn and soybean products to better withstand insect pressure. This knowledge goes back decades and is constantly expanding for the future. The insectary, 
another place that makes Pioneer Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're at the Kings Valley Town Hall meeting concerning the merger between the Countryside Cooperative and Landmark Cooperative. Jim Tiedke, who's the HR and Marketing Director at Countryside Cooperative, is with me. Jim, this is the second meeting so far. Everything's been uh, relatively positive yesterday and today. Yes, it has. Uh, we've gotten some great questions from customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think the uh, Landmark and Countryside are a fair distance apart. Right. And I think that's always one thing that people are, are skeptical about. But it allows us to get some really good efficiencies business-wise and logistics-wise. But uh, as far as our facilities, you know, our customers, both of us, the facilities we have will be still operating. You'll still mm-hmm. be working with the same customer, same staff as you, you did before. So I think it's good for people to understand that. Though we get to be a larger company, which helps helps us on the business side where we can procure product mm-hmm. at better prices and larger volumes. We can share logistics between our rail facilities, our river accesses, all of those things which help us to be more efficient. And you still have your local environment that you're used to working with. I heard a number thrown out, uh, an efficiencies number. Well, there's five million in, yeah, it's five million in, which is very conservative in uh, cost savings. And when I say conservative, we were very conservative in those numbers. So we feel we can attain a lot more than that. And the other really nice thing is we did a lot of due diligence. We ran a lot of numbers. We looked at a ton of things. That's one of the things about the COVID environment we've been in is we've had a lot of Zoom meetings. We've had a lot of time to prepare for this. We're projected to make money the first year as a new company. And then it'll even get better than the next two and three years is what the projections would be. That peace of mind for our customers that their equities will be secure, will be hopefully able to pay patronage, all of those things makes your company stronger. John Creaser is the board president with Countryside Cooperative. John, what's your feeling after the first couple of town hall meetings about this merger? Here's some questions, of course. Oh, yeah. The questions are always welcome. I'm glad the farmers that are coming out and speaking on things they're concerned about, why we're working on this merger. And we talked about the due diligence and importance of this merger going forward with the multiple things of uh, you're being able to buy products right and more opportunities for the co-op in the future. And... uh, bringing this equities to the bottom line for the farmers and be a proud of a co-op that they already own. I would love to encourage everybody to get their ballots out, read their packages, vote, and have it into the Durand office before 3 p.m. on uh, August 24th. One more meeting today. Yet. What are the steps from there besides counting the ballots on August 24th? It's a special meeting. We'll invite members in or you can volunteer to come in and Help us call ballots. I'd like uh, 
member owners count the ballots, not the board. That's about the only special instructions. Uh, we have town hall meetings yesterday and today in the countryside area. Well, it's Tuesday and the next morning, but but we'll have some uh, town hall meetings in the landmark area next Monday and Tuesday. So um, that's the that's the plan. So encourage everybody to vote. John Creaser, president of the Countryside Cooperative Board of Directors. I'm Scott Schultz. Thank you, Scott. Good job down there. And again, the co-op will have a new name. It won't be Landmark. It won't be Countryside, according to what I've been told. The headquarters will be in Cottage Grove, right there on the edge of Madison. And, uh, you know, I remember when Cottage Grove wasn't any bigger than Cleghorn. And, (laughs) boy, that's changed. So, uh, again, Landmark, a huge cooperative and kind of absorbing uh, countryside into it and uh, how big the board will be, things like that. We'll still wait to see and, uh, you know, how big, how from countryside, how many board members, from Landmark, how many board members. Still a lot of questions to ask, but uh, we'll get them answered. Make the switch to ProVision Partners Cenex Propane. They handle your residential, commercial, and agricultural needs. Make the switch and receive 50 gallons free for a new tank set or competitive tank switch out of a 500-gallon tank. Already an LP gas customer? Receive 50 gallons free for referring a friend. If you're looking for reliability and affordability, make the switch to ProVision Partners Cenex Propane. Check them out at ProVisionPartners.coop or call them at 1-800-944-1784. Make the switch today. Some restrictions may apply. Call for details. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Dan Scott joins us back again live. Good report, sir, from down there. And uh, it was good to see a lot of folks turn up. Boy, they picked a perfect day to have a meeting outside, didn't they? Oh, it was perfect. They had a nice tent set up there. And the one thing coronavirus-wise that I really miss is no donuts. That's a bad thing. (laughs) What do we do? I'm not surprised you missed the donuts. All right. Well, we've got (laughs) other farm news. What else is going on? You bet. Farmers and the federal government need more time. That's what a big group of farm organizations are telling the USDA about the coronavirus food assistance program. The groups claim the August 28th deadline to sign up for the program doesn't give farmers or farm service agency offices enough time to process all the requests for aid. So the sign-up has been extended to September 11th. As of Monday, only $7 billion of the program's $16 billion was set aside for the pro- that's been set aside for that program has been mailed to farmers. USDA officials say they've only dealt with 55% of the aid requests from farmers so far. All right, and I know there are uh, more to that, so I'm going to turn you loose again. We'll get you back in here, but I, they've added some crops, and I want to go through that a little bit, all right? All right. All right, we'll talk to Scott here and again. And again, yes, they've extended until September 11th, but again, they've added some specialty crops, some that uh, will have an impact. And now there are some that won't won't uh, matter to us: aloe leaves, bananas, bok choy, things like that. But they have added horseradish, they have added maple sap or maple syrup in there, also pumpkins and things like that. Non-specialty crops and livestock, they've now added all sheep. Only lambs and yearlings were previously eligible. So, again, that has been added. Aquaculture has been added. Catfish, crawfish, largemouth bass, and uh, things like that. Also, nursery crops and flowers, and uh, nursery crops and cut flowers. Other changes to the program include 
Seven commodities, the onions, peppermint, spearmint, are now eligible for Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Stability Act funding for sales losses. Originally, those commodities were only eligible for payments on marketing adjustments. So again, crops have been added, all sheep have been added, rather than just lambs and yearlings. So again, September 11th is that deadline. So if any of those new crops added to the program affect you, then uh, make sure you get in contact with your Farm Service Agency office and get signed up. But again, horseradish, which we know we have a little bit of horseradish around here, and of course, uh, maple sap for maple syrup. So that's all been added. And the sign-up deadline has now been expanded, extended rather, until September 11th. All right, we're going to find out more about the program in Wisconsin, the Farm Support Program. Someone from the Department of Revenue is going to tell us uh, what that's all about, and we'll hear that next right here on Wax. You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com. All right, it's time for some straight talk. The big wireless carriers try to wow you with big deals, but the savings are very little. With Straight Talk Wireless, you get the exact same networks as the big guys for up to 50% less. Right now, you can get the unlimited plan with up to 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for just $45 a month. No contract, no mystery fees, all with nationwide coverage on America's largest and most dependable networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Sign up is underway again. The Wisconsin Farm Support Program put in place by Governor Evers, $50 million, didn't spend all the money or didn't hand all the money out to farmers. So the second round is in place. And, uh, Pam, you've got more details. Absolutely, Bob. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, where Josh had a chance to catch up with Ann DeGarmo. She's a legislative affairs coordinator for the Department of Revenue. And remember, they are the agency that is implementing, executing, and distributing all the funds for the Wisconsin Farm Support Program. Better than $8 million that remains in that fund standing by for distribution. And what's interesting is this is really the first time the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Revenue have worked together on a program like this. And DeGarmo says after the first round of applications, they reflected just a little bit and realized how much they actually learned just by getting a chance to visit with farmers. It was really, um, it was a learning experience for our department. This is something, you know, Distributing large quantities of money is something that we do on a regular basis as a tax agency. Um, but working through a sort of grant program was a newer opportunity for us. Um, so it went really well. Um, we had a lot of fun doing it. My team learned a lot about this process. Um, and we're excited that we got to help the governor's commitment to agriculture by, you know, connecting these dots with DECAP and giving this money to just about 12,000 farmers. I'm curious, did you notice that more farmers were asking for a physical check or were more opting for direct deposit? Overwhelmingly, people were opting for direct deposit, and that's the smart way to go because you'll get your money faster. 
Yeah, well, that was my next question. Because <laughs> who doesn't want that, right? Exactly. Uh, so did, did you have a lot of producers? How, let me reset. So how did the producers respond to the process that you guys had put in place, whether that be the application or did you receive a good number of calls of people needing help with the application? Um, we did. Um, one of the services that we provide at the department is to, um, and we do this for tax forms as well, is that our customer service bureau, you can call in and have customer service file any forms online that you need to have filed. Um, so obviously knowing that rural broadband might be an issue, we have an online application and it's online only. Um, we wanted to make sure that that was an opportunity. So customer service um, did quite a several hundred um, applications on behalf of farmers, which was awesome. Um, but overwhelmingly, the feedback that we received from the producers who completed the application was that it was really quick, only took a few minutes as long as you had the right forms with you, um, and that customer service was always standing by with any specific questions that you had, um, and that it was really easy. So everyone that applied and received money got the top of the payment scale, so $3,500. So how did you guys decide that you could give everyone that applied that amount? Uh, we looked at the numbers, and uh, we were, you know, looking to see that we got a very specific amount of farmers to apply, um, and ultimately we did, um, and we ended up being able to give everybody 3500 Not a bad deal. And then the second round is coming very soon, actually. So what, what are the dates for that? Um, so the second round will be starting August 10th, which is Monday. And uh, it will end on August 24th. Okay. And then just some of the things that producers need to know, like I'll pick out a couple, and then if you want to elaborate on anything, go right ahead. So uh, you guys, uh, the, you lowered the amount that a farm has to make from 35000 to $10,000. So what exactly was the rationale for that? Yeah, we had worked with um, the a lot of farm groups. Um, and agricultural producers, um, they helped us build this program from the beginning with the help of DACAP. And we just identified the opportunity to expand eligibility. Um, there were a lot of farmers that did apply for the first round who were um, at that in-between phase under 35000 and above ten. Um, so it was a very natural extension of the program because there was clearly an interest with that group of folks. And that leads me to the, my next thought. If, if somebody applied for the first round, and they were denied or they didn't get the payment, can they apply for the second round? Yes, they can. Um, if they were denied, obviously it will depend on the reason why you were denied, but there were a lot of, um, you know, if you just simply made a mistake on your first application, you put in the wrong NAICS code, um, uh, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't give it a try. And then going back to the first round, if somebody applied for the first round and did get the money, they can't apply again. That is right. There okay. will be no double dipping this program, unfortunately. <laughs> now, that's okay. And then I'm just kind of looking at, I was looking at some of the uh, frequently asked questions on the DOR's website, which I would encourage people to go to because it answers pretty much every question you think you could have. But uh, some that I noticed, is this considered taxable income? Yes. This is, okay. Can a landowner that rents out their farm apply for the money? No. Um, the point is that we are getting uh, folks who are actively producing 
food with their land. Um, so if you're only renting out the land, you wouldn't qualify for this program. All right. And then we talked about how long the application will take. That will be short. Um, another thing that I'm curious about, Anne, is uh, you, you were talking about how this was a unique program. So working with DATCAP, what was that whole process like? Because you don't normally see two state agencies team up on something like this. Yeah. Um, Governor Evers really emphasized connecting the dots from the beginning of his administration. So we've always been actively looking for opportunities to collaborate like this. Um, And, you know, while this pandemic has been really hard for so many people, um, it's given us a lot of really great opportunities to work together and find new efficiencies. Um, And this is a really wonderful relationship that we develop. Um, You know, DebtCap had a need. They have never distributed this kind of money before, um, which is awesome. So they came to us, um, and we have. So um, it's been a really exciting and collaborative collaborative process. And again, that's Ann DeGarmo with the Department of Revenue, the uh, second round now of the farm support payments here in Wisconsin. Markets will get a hold of Rocky next from Premier Livestock in Withy. Today, our tour of Pioneer Soybean Development has taken us here. I'm entering one of the growth chambers at the Johnston, Iowa campus. The door is closing. This room is carefully regulated for temperature, light, humidity. I'm in a huge, long, tube-like chamber filled with soybean plants. They keep it pretty dim in here. This is just one phase of a multi-year process to bring the strongest seeds to market, such as the famed Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. Depending on what happens in here, Pioneer breeders may advance these contenders to the next phase or not. Most of the soybeans in this room won't make it into a Pioneer bag, but the ones that do are designed to be the best-performing soybeans ever introduced by Pioneer. Growth Chambers, another thing that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get some of that market information on this Wednesday morning. Rocky joins us from over at, uh, (laughs) I listened to Pioneer, I was going to say Pioneer, but Premier Livestock in the Withy area, and a good machinery sale the other day, huh? Hey, it was was just really great. Um, That's good. Like I said, lots of good buyers at the sale, and uh, we had tremendous online support. No, it's it's an awful lot of fun selling that equipment. Yeah, there was a lot of it there, that's for sure. Well, let's uh, talk about livestock. How have those sales been going? Uh, thank you, Bob, and good morning, everyone. This is how the week's shaping up so far here at Premier Livestock. On the fed cattle, uh, still good demand, but just a little lower this week. High choice and prime Holstein steers 87 to 96. Low choice and selects 80 to 86. Choice beef steers and heifers 92 to a dollar two. Uh, market cows, once again, a little lower than they were last week, but like I said, excellent demand, yet high-yielding cows 67 to 73. Uh, bulk of the cows 50 to 62. Market bulls high-yielding 80 to a dollar two uh organic market cows sold every monday 70 to 90 was most of the cows lower yielding cows below 70 newborn holstein bull calves mostly 80 to 165 per head your beef calves 100 to 255 holstein heifer calves 20 to 70 today wednesday 9 30 a.m we have our hay auction 
Uh, always got an excellent selection of hay. 11 o'clock a.m. dairy cattle auction. We do have a complete dispersal of 85 Holstein Parlor freestall cows, 73-pound tank average, 180 cell count, 2X milking, uh, complete vaccination program, and 65% of that herd will be first and second lactation. Here's 12 fancy, fresh registered two- and three-year-olds. Uh, they're going to be Parlor freestall coming from SoFine Bovine, uh, plus two other fancy groups of Parlor cows, some fancy springing heifers, including including several registered uh, reputation springing heifers. We also have breeding bulls, uh, including a fancy red and white uh, Holstein Diamondback Sun. Full details on our website, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, uh, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Just a few things coming up. Don't forget the Saturday, uh, we do have our horse sale. That's going to feature 130 trail horses coming out of Yellowstone National Park. Uh, we got a full catalog on online. We will also be broadcasting that sale online at Cattle USA. Uh, make sure to check out our Facebook page as well for more details on that auction. Then next Tuesday, it's going to be a special feeder cattle bread stock cow auction. Upcoming machinery auction will be October 9th. So that's the way it's shaped up, Bob. How in the world did you get a string of horses out of Yellowstone? I don't know if you just call it luck or not. <laughs> just hit the right guy at the right moment. So. And I didn't, I didn't, I know they, you know, people go out there in the wintertime and rent snowmobiles, but, uh, I thought you had to take your own horse out there, but they, uh, they get, oh, there's, there's like anything else with this COVID there, there's a lot of dude ranches out there and oh, that's, that's put some of them guys where they don't want to be. And you know what you gotta, you know what you gotta, you know what you gotta get. I was out in, uh, you ever been out in the Grand Canyon? Never was there, no. Well, take the kids out there. It's a great place. And then you can uh, rent mules, these big mules, and ride down into the floor of the canyon. I'd like to get a hold of one of those mules. See if you can't get uh, some of those those mules from the Grand Canyon. You know, you're you're a pretty big guy. Yeah. And uh, we have some some draft mule crosses coming on this Saturday. How about that? They'll carry you a few miles. Said you wanted one? No, we got one. There you go. What time is that? That's going to start at 11, okay. uh, 11 o'clock yep, All right. Saturday. Sounds and then like... we'll, have view, we'll have viewing of the horses on Friday. I believe it's going to be like 9 to 6. Okay. Uh, and then viewing again start right away at 8 o'clock in the morning Saturday. So it should be a pretty exciting sale. Sounds like fun. All right. <laughs> Always wait to hear what you come up with next. You, you never know. You I never guess know. not. All right, Rocky, thanks. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you. There he goes, Rocky at Premier Livestock. There you go. You want a trail horse? That's the place to be on Saturday. Today's agriculture is a complex business. It's much more than just planting or harvesting. It requires knowledge of marketing a crop, assessing risk, managing people, and staying current with changing technology. That's why more and more farmers turn to Ag Country Farm Credit Services with a full range of agricultural products and an experienced professional staff who can help you reach your financial goals. At Ag Country, we're here to make your job easier. Give us a call today. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, if you want to go on a trail ride, I think the weather should be pretty good. Just take your gnat spray along to keep the gnats and the mosquitoes and the flies away from you. But otherwise, weather shouldn't be a problem. Let's find out. Kelly Slifka's over at Skywarn 13 this morning. 
And, uh, boy, I tell you, there's not much rain in this forecast, is there? No, I mean, it's uh, we've got a little bit of rain in our forecast uh, later tonight and then again going into Friday and Saturday. But these are kind of scattered chances. It's uh, not a really significant storm system headed our way that will bring us a widespread rain anytime soon. But uh, we're looking at another nice day today. We will see maybe a little bit more cloud cover roll in this afternoon as a storm system that's just kind of stalled over North and South Dakota is producing some showers and storms well off to the west. Some of those clouds will be sent our way later this afternoon. But all in all, it should be another, another nice day with that humidity remaining low. Uh, temperatures getting up to about 85 with some of those clouds increasing. Now, I do introduce a chance of some showers and thunderstorms later tonight. Some of our computer models are indicating that we may see a cluster of storms roll through. It remains to be seen. There's a lot of uncertainty with that. Temperatures down to 63 tonight. A slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm tomorrow morning, otherwise partly cloudy, getting up to 83 tomorrow. Partly cloudy skies. There will be a chance for some showers and storms Friday. Once again, these are going to be very scattered. Temperatures in the 80s, and that will continue in the weekend. Looks like a cold front will bring us some cooler weather by Sunday with temperatures dropping down into the 70s. Right now in Eau Claire with the fair skies, currently 60 degrees. I'm Skywarn 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Very good. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Over there at Skywarn 13, 60 degrees right now. More nice weather. And our weather on wax brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. We are here at Arcadia Farm and Home getting ready for their huge store-wide event. This Saturday, August 15th, you can save 15% off store-wide. It's one day only. Huge deals on implement tires as low as $52.99. Skid steer tires as low as $89.99. Blinds, tree stands, deer mineral, plot mix, and more all on sale. Arcadia Farm and Home will have vendors on hand offering even more deals. See for yourself this Saturday and save 15% off store-wide. See you in Arcadia at Arcadia. Farm and Home. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got about 23 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's bring another voice in here. Scott's back with us looking at some of our local news. Scott, what's going on? The race for Congress in western Wisconsin is set. Derek Van Orden won yesterday's 3rd District Republican primary, defeating Jesse Eben. In November, he'll challenge incumbent Democrat Ron Kind, who's won his primary challenge against Mark Newman. Kind has been in Congress since 1997, rather, 1997. The 3rd District is being, is being watched as a telltale district. President Trump won the area back in 2016, but Kind has carried the district twice since then. The polling for president in Wisconsin hasn't really moved in months. The latest Marquette Law Poll said Joe Biden has a five-point lead over President Donald Trump, 49 to 44. That's about the same spread that the two have seen for months. Independents will likely decide the race, with 39 percent of the independents supporting Biden, while 34 percent are supporting Trump. 18 percent of independents say they don't like either or don't know who they will vote for. 
The state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported eight new deaths, which pushes the state to more than 1,000 coronavirus deaths since March, that latest number being 1,006 deaths. Wisconsin has never seen a huge spike in deaths. Instead, the state's coronavirus deaths have been steady. DHS officials yesterday reported 364 coronavirus hospitalizations for the day, compared with Monday's 414. The DHS also reported 724 new positive tests. Vaping in Eau Claire will become treated, be treated like smoking, meaning if you, you can't do it inside anymore. Eau Claire City Council last night approved a vaping ban that applies to bars, restaurants, shops, and any other public indoor spaces. Eau Claire has banned smoking inside ever since 2008. The fine for vaping indoor will be anywhere between 60 and $500. And, Bob, a quick trivia question. Of course, we heard the news yesterday that uh, Vice President, former Vice President Joe Biden has named Kamala Harris as his running mate, the senator from California. Tell me who the first woman to be uh, uh, nominated as a vice president candidate was in America. Geraldine Ferraro. 1984, former Vice President Walter Fritz Mondale named her his running mate. You're absolutely right. Yeah. How can you? You're, you're pretty sharp this time of day. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> yes, yes, the one question I knew the answer to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't go away because we've we got more farm news to take a look at. Thanks, got some more local news. We're uh, 20 minutes to 6 here at WAX. The farm news is being brought to you by Chili Implement of Chili, Wisconsin. For that professional landscaping appearance every time, depend on Land Pride, the leader in landscape and agri-maintenance equipment. Chili Implement in Chile is your local authorized Land Pride dealer. From grading scrapers, rotary cutters, and tillers to cedars, rakes, and blades, you'll find that no landscaping task is too tough for Land Pride. Discuss the complete line of Land Pride products with the folks at Chili Implement, 10 miles west of Marshfield. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's get some more of that farm news. Scott is uh, still with us, and what else is going on? USDA economists will release their August World Agricultural Supply and Demand Report estimates tomorrow and is expected to be bearish for prices. The report is expected to show this year's U.S. corn crop to be over 15 billion bushels on average yields of over 180 bushels an acre. That would boost our ending stocks to almost 2.8 billion bushels, the highest they've been since the 1980s. Soybeans are expected to yield just under 4.3 billion bushels this year with per acre yields of almost 51 and a half bushels an acre. That crop size would put our ending soybean stocks at about 527 million bushels, up almost 100 million from the July estimate. The soybean price is expected to average 850 a bushel during the 2020-2021 marketing year. Early reports from the annual GRO Intelligence Midwest Crop Tour. The crops will be big this year. Day one of that tour focused on Nebraska and South Dakota. In Nebraska, the corn crop is now estimated to average almost 199 bushels an acre with soybean yields just south of 64 bushels an acre. South Dakota's corn crop is now pegged at nearly 175 bushels an acre with soybean 
Philippines expected to yield about 50 bushels. Before the end of this week, that tour will also look at crops in Missouri, Kansas, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. Their final report will come out on Friday. So it'll be interesting. Two major reports at Grow Tour and the uh, USDA estimates later on. So that'll be coming out tomorrow. All right, sir, go drink some more Revolution coffee, and uh, we'll talk to you after a while. We will. There he goes. That's Mr. Scott. We will get to markets next, about uh, 17 minutes before 6. 59 degrees, looking for another nice day into the 80s. We'll see a few clouds, sunshine, maybe a pop-up shower. Where has Pioneer Soybean Product Development taken me today? This place, for one. I'm here in southern Illinois. I'm walking through a Pioneer test plot. Great soil, great land, but a great number of resistant weeds. That's exactly why Pioneer has a test plot here. Throughout the entire season, the local Pioneer soybean team checks to see how different herbicide-tolerant varieties perform in this environment. The idea is to continually bring you the most advanced tools to control everything from grasses to glyphosate-resistant weeds, all to deliver maximum yield potential on your soybean acres. A soybean test plot in southern Illinois. Another place that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. For those who work in acres... Not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Now let's get to some of our sale barn activity from yesterday. Uh, we're at the Equity Altoona Barn. They had a sale, and Mark Coger tells us how it went. In the Fed Cattle Division, high-yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 90 to 94. Choice Holstein steers, 84 to 90 with their heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers. Selling 84 and down, 20% of the slaughter cows. And Tuesday's line from 66 to 72. We topped at 73 and a half. 60% of cows selling from 48 to 66 with 20% of the cows selling 48 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Tuesday selling from 80 to 95. We topped at 97. Thin full bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves selling 95 pounds and up. On Tuesday selling from 50 to $140 per head with the light full quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from 75 to $265 per head. Quick reminder, special feeder sale was coming Friday, August the 14th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now this is Mark Coger from the Equity L2 Auction Market. Have a great day. All right, Mark, you have a great day, too. Let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Well, you all rested up from being at the polls yesterday? Well, I don't know about all rested up, but um, no, a nice day, uh, not a real great voter turnout. About no. uh, one in four voters voted, so uh, it is what it is. But uh, some interesting results, and now we'll uh, we'll prepare for the big one in November and uh, see what happens there. But uh, well, they gonna, I thought they were going to postpone that. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> somebody said they want to postpone it. I don't know who that was, but anyway, yeah, that's a shame. More people don't get out and vote next. I said, well, it don't make any difference to me. And the heck, it doesn't make a difference to you. So. Anyway, that's their problem, not ours, because we voted, so we can uh, we can be comfortable with our decision. Well, what happened yesterday over at the sale barn when you weren't there? All right, Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary for the first couple of days here at Equity Stratford. 
and on the market cows auction. And mostly steady this week. Uh, a little bit of a weak undertone on the cow, but a mostly steady trend. Higher yielding, fleshier cows this week are selling from 63 to 72, and we did top so far this week at 73.5 on those cows. Most of the cows, your average dairy cows, continue to sell from 47 to 60. Cows, light carcass cows, uh, below the $45 money. Uh, better quality bulls are selling mostly from 85 to 97. Lighter bulls, 80 and below. On the fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers from 82 to 93. Select grading cattle, uh, big heavy overfinished steers, 77 and down. On the calf market, good demand on the bull calves, and they are selling uh, 9,230 pounders. They are selling mostly from 70 to 150. Uh, top on Monday of the bull calves was all the way to 170. Heifer calves are mostly from 20 to 75. And your beef calves, they are selling from 100 to 250, up to 265 Monday on those black Angus calves. And uh, today, Wednesday, already here in Stratford, we get underway this morning at 10 o'clock. Uh, on the Wednesday auction, uh, we do sell the market cows this morning, also fat cattle, bulls, sheep, hog, and goats, and baby calves. We'll get to that feeder sale uh, around the noontime hour today. And we do have some cow-calf pairs and some bread beef cows for that auction today. And don't forget, tomorrow our Thursday sale does start at 11. Do want to mention, uh, coming up here next week, uh, Tuesday, August 18th, next dairy sale here in Stratford. We've got a very nice lineup of dairy cattle for that auction next week, including a complete herd dispersal of 30 red and white Holstein cows. There'll be some fleck fee, brown Swiss, Jersey crosses in that herd. Also selling with that herd will be the springing heifers. Uh, we do have a consignment of another consignment of open Holstein heifers from the Rib Lake area and a complete heifer dispersal of 46 Holstein heifers. Those are all registered. Uh, the cows have been sold, so the owner is dispersing his heifers, and again, they are all registered. They range all the way from uh, the uh, lighter heifer calves all the way up to the springers. So again, that will be next Tuesday, and again, folks, if you got any questions on these sales, 715-687-4101, uh, and all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, and you'll have all that info. So Bob, that's what we have, and uh, boy, the top of the week here already so we're moving right along here and another nice day oh it's gonna be a dandy enjoy it so you got any bailing to do anybody come calling you for some custom bailing well we are probably looking at something tomorrow depending upon but i was looking uh just before when you were talking to kelly i had the uh, map on there's Pretty good organized rain uh, right on the dakota minnesota border is that coming this way well, or is that going to disappear problem is holding it together because the atmosphere is dry so i don't think there's any organized mass coming our way just some scattered stuff if we get it the next few days best real chance i guess is on saturday but that's not saying you won't get some before before that but uh, whatever it's still going to be in the 80s it's going to be nice enjoy it sir we'll talk to you in the morning we certainly will bob i thank you much and have a good day there he goes that's mr fitzgerald over there at the equity stratford barn you know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. The T.J. Martell Foundation is there for cancer patients. Help make a difference in the fight against cancer and fund the doctors who save lives. Donate at tjmartell.org. Bertrang Roofing at Hotmail.com for free estimates. Bertrang Roofing at Hotmail.com. 
Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Then let's get on with it. Get over to Central Livestock, the Zambroda Barn. Here's Patty Mickle with her numbers. In the feeder cattle division, we had beef steers and bulls in 350 to 600 pounds, bringing up to a dollar 24, 6 to 800 pounds up to a dollar 28, with the 800 to 1,000 pound steers up to a dollar 12. We had beef heifers in 350 to 600 pounds up to a dollar 18, with the 6 to 800 pounds bringing up to a dollar 22. And the Holstein feeder steers weighing 2 to 400 pounds brought 92.50 to a dollar 12. Four to six hundred pounds from a dollar five to a dollar seventeen. Six to eight hundred pound Holsteins they brought from eighty four to ninety eight. And taking a look at the fed cattle division, beef steers were topping ninety eight to a dollar four fifty. Mixed grading steers seventy one to ninety seven. We had beef heifers from ninety eight to a dollar three and a quarter, with mixed grading heifers from eighty eight to ninety seven. The dairy steers brought 86 to 93. We had some select grades that range from 70 to 85. And the dairy cross steers and heifers, they brought from 93 to a dollar. Market cows were trading mostly from 60 to 74. We had thin shelly full and overfed cows bringing 20 to 59. And the market bulls were trading at 67 to 96.50. At the baby calf sale, calves 95 to 125 pounds, they brought from 85 to 125. 150 to 250 pound calves from 70 to 125. Then we had some beef calves ranging from 125 to $235 per hundredweight. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Let's take a look at our market information brought to you by the folks at Synergy Cooperative. And on the Board of Trade, overnight it's quiet because tomorrow we get that big report from the uh, government, USDA. December corn overnight a fraction higher at 323. Oats down a fraction at 254. November beans down a fraction at 873. October soybean meal down 30 cents a ton at 285.60. December wheat down 2 to 3. At 5.01. And taking a look at our DTN screen for country elevator prices at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo. Corn is 2.67. The beans 8.23 over at Stevens Point. Soybeans 8.02 a bushel. Elk Mound 2.70 on the corn, 8.23 on the soybeans. Going south to Sparta, the corn is 2.66 there with the soybeans 8.16. Over to the west at Ellsworth, along the river, 259 for the corn, 823 for the beans at the ethanol plants. Boyceville corn, 285, Stanley, 280, New Richmond, grain facility, 272 today. Cheese prices were down yesterday, barrels down 3.5 to 144.5, blocks down a nickel to 158. 
Butter, grade double A, up four and a half at one fifty two and a quarter. August class three was down four cents at nineteen thirty nine. September up eleven. 1635, October up 18 at 1672, November up 14 at 1665, December up 11 at 1633. Prices were higher out through next June. All right, we've got 59 degrees right now. We're looking for a high today. Oh, in the mid-80s, partly cloudy. Should be another nice day, maybe a scattered rain shower here or there. But the best chance of rain is going to be, it looks like now, on Saturday. Any area-wide rain and about 81. Otherwise, we'll be in the 80s right on through Sunday. What's impressive about Pioneer's corn seed development? I'm here in York County, Nebraska. I'm on the side of the road. It's dark. Pitch black. Except for one thing. Well, off in the distance, about a quarter mile away, something is lit up. Can you hear it? That's Boreas one of Pioneer's mobile wind machines. It looks like some mashup of a transformer and a highboy sprayer. And it can generate wind forces exceeding 100 miles per hour. It's like a tornado on wheels. Pioneer uses this machine to test its corn hybrids for standability. These tests are one of the reasons Pioneer has seen improved stock strength and root scores year after year. Boreas, one of the things that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you.